You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Did you know the first five books of the Bible is called the Torah and is what Jesus taught his disciples every day? It's what he taught to the world, and it's what I'm going to teach to you every Saturday morning at 11.30 a.m. Join me this Sabbath, that Saturday, at 11.30 a.m. to learn and explore the Hebraic roots of Yeshua, our Messiah. That's Paul Nissan with Torah Life Ministries, 11.30 a.m. Saturdays, right here on WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silver & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Genesis 1 tells us something about the nature of God. It says, When God created the heavens and the earth, and when God begins to go through all six days of creation, at the end of the day, he says the same thing with the same words. God looks at what he did on day one through day six, and he says these words, and it was good. And it was good. I like that, don't you? How I many know he wasn't just giving a shout out to himself? He wasn't just going, that's some good work right there, buddy. Patting himself on the back? Come on, that's not what he's talking about, amen? What he's talking about was he looked around when he was done every day, and he said, 
This is good. This is really good. That means when he made you, he looked at you and he said, this is good. That's what God thinks about you. When he sees you, he goes, you good. You're some of my handiwork, and I, I like what happened here. I, I like what took place. I, this is good. Somebody say, this is good. It was good. When he saw my work, man, this looks good. I wonder how many times we look at our life with a sense of pleasure not feel condemnation. We've been so programmed in the church, we were, we're afraid to have any pleasure. We got to abstain from pleasure. Come on, come, come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Pleasure, listen to me, pleasure is not a bad thing. I know it's been preached that way for a few generations, but pleasure is not a bad thing. Amen. Pleasure is a great thing. When God got done creating, He said, This is good. He took pleasure in his creation. He takes pleasure in you. Somebody say pleasure is not a bad thing. Amen. Hmm? Pleasure is not a bad thing. It's something that is good. Our problem is we just don't know what it always is good. We take pleasures in things that are not good for us. Sometimes in life we see something that sounds good and looks good and tastes good and feels good, and we go, this is good. And we find out three months later that it wasn't good, it was bad. And we wish we had not partaken in the pleasure of what we thought was good because now we're reaping from what was bad. <sighs> Come on, amen. Is this helping anybody? If I was to preach a sermon on unwrapping pleasure, we could unwrap pleasure today. If I was to preach a sermon on unwrapping pleasure, there would be some people in this room today that would leave and they'd say, that's right, Pastor. We should be able to enjoy life. We ought to be able to have a beer. We ought to be able to eat some bacon. We ought to be able to get a tattoo if we want to and put an earring in our nostril. We ought to be able to do that. That's right, Pastor. That's what they would hear. And then the other half of the people would hear the exact same sermon. They'd walk out. You tell them, Pastor, the stuff of the pleasures of this world will kill them. They need to abstain from everything. Come on, amen. The pleasures of this life are temporary. They're fleeting. Come on, amen. But ladies and gentlemen, it's not about either or. It's not about either one. Come on, huh? Stop throwing pleasure into the negative sense. We spend way too much time talking about stuff that God don't talk about. Come on, huh? Because there's real pleasure that God wants to bring into our life that goes far beyond this life in this world. Things that matter. Things that we can take pleasure in that He's given to us in this life right here that have nothing to do with anything and everything to do with nothing. Come on, huh? Where you can walk into your house at the end of a long day and look around in your house and go, this is good. I like this. I take pleasure in my house. This is, thank you, Lord. Well, you walk into the room and your wife is sitting on the laptop working away and you look at her and you go, this is good. This is awesome. 
I take pleasure in my wife. I take pleasure in my husband. We can walk out in the garage and see your car and go, this is good and cool. Mm. Praise the Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. This marriage is good. My family's good. Life is good. It's okay to take pleasure. Somebody say, I got to have some pleasure. Listen, God has not overtaken if somehow you've become overwhelmed with the world and things in the world. We got this crazy thing in the church years ago that you couldn't, to be holy, you couldn't have nothing. It got so bad in the, it got so bad in the, in the medieval times that priests stopped talking. They took a vow of silence. The devil shut them right up. They couldn't even speak words of faith no more. And when that happened, we got the black plague. The average lifespan of mankind was 38 years old, and the gospel was just about snuffed out. It's okay to take pleasure in your stuff. It's okay to take pleasure in your relationships. Come on, amen. Hmm? God said it's good. Why? Because he's a be God. I love a happy God. The Bible says in Psalms 45, 7, he says this, talking about Jesus. He said, you love righteousness and you hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you, talking about Jesus, with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Huh? How many know Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost, but he was also anointed with the oil of gladness? I think some of us are anointed with the Holy Ghost, but we ain't been anointed with the oil of gladness. Some of us look like we're anointed with the oil of madness and sadness. But some of us need to get some gladness. Come on, amen. Huh? Come on, look at the person next to you and say, you've been anointed with gladness. Brighten up. Smile a little bit. It ain't that bad. God's a good God. Praise the Lord. Amen. He's anointed you to be glad. Hallelujah. Watch this. In Matthew 25, we got the, this parable of the talents. Y'all remember the parable of the talents? Three people. Hello, this is Pastor Jason Bumgardner. I want to thank you for participating in the Revealing Truth radio broadcast and supporting this vital ministry to the community. Many of you have been instrumental in bringing the revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ to South Florida. Your generous tax-deductible donations help us reach a potential audience of 30,000 people every day. We are excited to announce to you today that giving to this ministry has become even easier. Will you please take a moment and text the word RADIO to 772-800-2464. Again, text the word RADIO to 772-800-2464. Then just follow the easy one-time setup and you can become a monthly supporter of The Revealing Truth. I want to thank you for your support today and being a covenant partner with The Revealing Truth radio broadcast. For more information on becoming a covenant partner, you can email me directly at pastorjason.truth at gmail.com. The address again is pastorjason.truth at gmail.com. It would be a great honor to have you partner with us as we seek to bring revival to South Florida. God bless you today, and thank you again for your generosity and all of your support. 
Again, text RADIO to 772-800-2464 and be a covenant partner today. Thank you so much and have a blessed day. The master comes to three people and he gives them talents. One is given five, one, one is given ten, one is given five, and one is given and one is given five, and one is given two, and one is given one. Five, two, and one. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible says after he gives them to the individuals, the master comes back after some time has passed to check on and see how they done. He come to the guy that he had gave the five to, and he said, how'd you do? He said, I took the five, and I made it ten. He said, ooh, I like the way you do business. But watch the wording that he uses. Well done. Enter into the joy of your master. Enter into the joy of your master. He comes to the second one that he gave two talents to, and he said, what would you do with yours? He said, I took two, and I made four. And he looks at him, and he says, well done. Enter into the joy or the pleasure of your master. He comes to the guy that he gave one talent to, and he says, what would you do with your one? And the guy says to him, he said, well, I judged you, or I perceived you to be a hard, cruel taskmaster. So I took the one that you gave me, and I buried it, and I still got it to give it back to you because I was so afraid I'd lose it. And Jesus said to him, you wicked, lazy slave. Come on, amen. You wicked, lazy slave. In other words, watch this. His judgment wasn't just because he was lazy. Come on, amen. His judgment was because he did not perceive who his father was. He told the other guys, he said, enter into the joy of your master. They perceived that he was a master that had joy. The third guy never perceived it. He perceived him to be cruel, hard, and mean. And he said, you're wicked because you don't even know who I am. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because how many of you know your father in heaven is not a wicked, cruel taskmaster? God's not trying to snuff you out and punish you. God's not mad at you. He's not trying to do you in. He's not trying to run your life down. It's not who he is. He's a good God. Amen. And if you misrepresent God, and this is where preachers need to be very careful. If you get up and preach that God's out to get somebody, you be very careful because you are misrepresenting your Father in heaven. And I don't want to be you when the Father God looks at you and says, you wicked, lazy servant. Why are you trying to scare the hell out of people? I'm a good God. You don't need to scare the hell out of them. I came here with good things. Praise the Lord. I wonder how many times we've served God because we believed he was mean. I wonder how many people have gotten saved because they've been afraid they're going to go to hell. I wonder how many people sit in churches all around this world today and they've been so intimidated by preachers that they felt like the only way they can have a life is to believe that God was out to get them and they had to do everything they could to please God or they weren't going to go to heaven. Hmm? And then they miss out on years of pleasure, years of fun, years of joy, afraid that somehow they'll disappoint their father in heaven. Come on, huh? Instead of risking everything and going after God for everything they got. Praise the Lord. I can't even think about how many millions of people have missed life here on earth completely because they were intimidated by the church. Hmm? 
Come on, he's a happy God. He's a ha- you ain't going to hear this preached everywhere, so you might as well just like it. He's a happy God. Luke 15 tells a story of a man that had 100 sheep, and one of them ran off. So he leaves the 99 to go after the one, and when he brings them back, he makes this statement. There is rejoicing in heaven. In other words, there's great joy in heaven. Somebody say that with me. There's great joy in heaven. If you ever had any doubt about what's happening in heaven, let me help you. There is great joy in heaven. I tell people this all the time. Heaven ain't upset today. But people still live their life like they got to try to please a mad God. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible says when one sinner repents, there's so much rejoicing in the presence of angels. Why do you think the angels are rejoicing? Because there's great joy in heaven. In other words, there's great joy on the throne because he's the source of joy. All joy flows from the throne. That means that joy is happening in heaven. That means that every time somebody, every time somebody comes into the kingdom of God, they throw in a party in heaven. There's great joy in heaven. Somebody's on the throne rejoicing today. See, if we want to act like God, then you got to learn how to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It don't say rejoice in the Lord sometimes, and then maybe rejoice later. It doesn't say rejoice in the Lord when everything's going great, but don't rejoice when everything don't look good. It says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So how many know if the one on the throne is constantly rejoicing, then that means that all the angels are rejoicing, all of heaven is rejoicing, and if the joy that we possess comes down from the throne, then you got every reason to be rejoicing all day long. Praise the Lord. When you repent, He rejoices. When you sing, He rejoices. When you dance, He rejoices. Praise the Lord. In fact, He's up on His throne applauding you today. So I don't know if God be applauding me with everything I got going on. No, He does. Because He don't see you the way you see yourself. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. And He's rejoicing. Praise the Lord. Mm. Can you imagine that? All the millions of people get saved every day. All the millions of people that repent every day. All the millions of people that pray to Jesus every day. All the hundreds of millions of people that worship Jesus all week long. Let me tell you something. He is rejoicing. Heaven is full of rejoicing. That's why He's a happy God. And not a sad God. Hallelujah. Hmm? I just I think that celebration song plays in heaven nonstop. There's a party going on right here. A celebration to last not throughout the year but forever. We'll have to change the lyrics a little bit. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody praise the Lord this morning. Number two, the joy of the Lord is your sustainer in trials. The joy of the Lord is your sustainer in trials. Hebrews 12, 12, 12, 12, says, Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. What was it that got him through the time when they laid his arms out on the cross and drove nails through his wrists and through his feet. What was it that pulled him through the anguish? What was it that pulled him through the pain? 
of a cat of nine tails for laying his back open and ripping the flesh from his bone. What was it that got him through the time when they shoved the crown of thorns full of poison down on top of his head and his, his face swelled up like a pumpkin? What was it that got him through the ridicule and the shame of the people mocking him? It was the joy. The joy that he saw on the other side of the cross. It was you and I sitting in this room today completely redeemed and made righteous today because of what he did. That ought to tell you right there it's not about what you do or what you don't do. It's about what he has done. He saw the joy of his people being made whole. How dare you try to make yourself unwhole. You can't do it. If you got kids, you can't disown them. They're still your kids. I was created in the image of God. That means if he's got kids, we can't disown him. Try if you want to, but you belong to him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hmm? Listen to me. The one, thing, the one thing that the enemy wants to do is to get joy out of your life. Because joy is strength. Amen. If he can steal your joy, he can steal your stuff. Hmm? If he can steal your joy, he can go after everything else. Praise the Lord. Amen. Isaiah said it this way. He said, with joy, we draw waters from the wells of salvation. Well, salvation represents a picture of everything you need in your life. It's just not salvation from sin. It's salvation from everything that pertains to a life of godliness. Because God brings us into, into a, a salvation that manifests in our life every day. We call it work it out. We call it sanctification. It's being saved every day in the second person of who we are. How many know you are saved, you're being saved, and you will be saved? Come on, somebody. That means when you got born again, your spirit, man, was made brand new. You're a born-again spirit. You're not dead anymore. You're alive. But in the soulless realm, in your mind, in your will, in your emotions, how many know salvation manifests every day? That's Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Come on, somebody. That means you got to renew your mind every day. You got to work salvation out every day. You got to let it have its way. You got to walk in faith every day. And then he said, You will be saved. That means when you lose this body, you won't get a new one one day. This body is equipped to operate on earth. It ain't equipped to operate in heaven. That means when you go to heaven, you got to get a new body. You got to get an upgrade. Somebody say, I need an upgrade. Some of us need one more than others. Praise the Lord. Well, come on, amen. Joy. Hallelujah. Waters from the well of salvation. So that means that God gives us everything we need from the well of salvation. But here's the thing. The bucket that you use to get the stuff up out of the well is called joy. If you ain't got no joy, you can't get down in the well to get what you need from the waters of salvation for your life. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're mad. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're upset. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're discouraged. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're depressed. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're blaming God for everything in your life. The only way to access the waters of salvation, the well of salvation, is with a bucket of joy. you got to get the container of joy and then dip it down in the well and pull up what you need for your life. Come on, amen. Huh? I mean, you can't exercise faith and be mad. Oh. Huh? Faith can't even operate in your life if you ain't got no joy. All these faith preachers mad all the time. Let me help you right now. You can be in faith all you want to, but if you're mad about it, it ain't happening. 
That's why I like Jesse Duplantis, because that dude is happy all the time. That guy gets all kinds of crazy miracles. I used to wonder, how does his faith work better than all these other faith preachers? And then it dawned on me, he's always laughing. Always. These other faith preachers look like they're constipated. I'm telling you right now, get in faith. Faith, 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 faith. What are you mad about? Jesse Duplantis up there. I'll talk to you about faith today. Faith today. Praise the Lord. I was telling Kathy the other day. I told Kathy the other day, Kathy, I want a cobalt blue Corvette. You know what the Lord did? He gave me a cobalt blue Corvette. I want that bucket of joy. Come on, somebody. It don't matter what happens in my life, I serve a happy God. So I got every reason to be happy. I'm one of his kids, and I ought to have joy. I ought to be happy. Somebody say, brighten up. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Louis Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available. Find out more at stlucychristian.org. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buy programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time-consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silver & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772 
Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Ignite your world, True Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Fellowship of Churches and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Fellowship exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Fellowship of Churches. For more information on joining the Destiny Fellowship, go to destinyfellowship.tv. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. 